through the night. She just wanted to tip, no advice on the side of the road. What's the risk? Roll the dice. If they catch us, I don't care, cause we all gonna die. Welcome to Porsche Talk. It's the true story of three strings picture words. Can't be other have their lives minor. Fuck you, stop being slight and start getting real. I'm Eric. This is Miss Paige Lee. Pops. Rockwood Elementary, class of 06, valedictorian. I feel like every time you stop yourself to remind yourself that you don't need to say everything again. No, I put in that dramatic effect in case the fans think it's coming back. I mean, you got me for a second. I thought you yeah. were about to hit it. I got to keep them on that cliffhanger. Um, What is today? Today is June 14th. Yes, um, sir. Close to Juneteenth coming up. Is it? Yes. It's a Saturday, isn't it? It is this Saturday. Oh, shit. What are you guys doing for Juneteenth? I'm not going to lie. Nothing at all. <gasps> but I'm just not. I'm not in my fam this time. Are you fishing? Yeah, I will be fishing, but that's not like in Juneteenth celebrations. That's just it's my Saturday off, and that's the only day I can really get to it. We have a lot to get into. None of it corresponds with each other at all. So it's just going to be a rapid fire. Um, and I'm going to start with the first thing. Is ranch a condiment or a salad dressing? My quick thought at one point, it was a salad dressing because it's so widely used for so many other foods. It has now become a condiment. I would almost piggyback off that and a thousand percent agree. I was watching a TikTok of foreigners trying American ranch and they were very, very hard on it. Apparently, like Hidden Valley is trash to them, which is whatever. Um, the issue is I was looking at it and I was like, damn, I almost forgot niggas put ranch on salads. <laughs> I thought wings, I thought fries, I know some people put it on a pizza. I know some nasty fucking dog ass niggas who put it on their eggs. But I truly forgot people put it on salad. I feel like there are a lot of condiments that double as salad dressing. So what? Honey mustard, ranch, I marinate chicken in Italian dressing. Yeah, that's gross. Um no, it's actually like really good. Um <sighs> I don't think what else. People put honey mustard on salad? Yeah. Only thing I ever even thought about using honey mustard for was a chicken tender. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. The more I thought about it, if I saw someone put ranch on their salad in today's day and age, I would have to judge you. Oh, that's the only like salad dressing I eat. I, I only I use... I only use Italian if I'm, like, at home making a salad. But if I get a salad out, I'm always a vinaigrette person. I feel like ranch is just so heavy for a salad. Yeah. And sometimes it's not good. Like, some restaurants do not have good ranch, and that can ruin an entire salad as well. Oh, I've had bad ranch. I, it wasn't with a salad. It was I had ranch for my wings, and it was just trash as shit. And then I found out restaurants be making their own ranch. And I was like, yeah, don't do that. <laughs> yeah. Buy it in the big fucking 60 ounce con uh, containers that they sell them in and just keep it moving. Yeah. Honey mustard on a salad. That is strange. <sighs> I feel like that would be something you could get at like a TGI Fridays when it has like cut, cut up chicken tenders on it. Yeah. No, that's literally the only time I eat honey mustard on a salad is when there's cut up chicken tenders. On <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I think, I mean, I feel like, I feel like you go through stages. Like when you're younger, if you're going to eat salads, it's usually like a Caesar salad or like you get something with ranch on it. Yeah. But honestly, in today's day and age, like 
if I'm out and they have like some type of berry vinaigrette, I feel yeah. like it always slaps and I'm going to get that. The vinaigrette is always so good. And I feel like I don't have access to vinaigrette at home and I'm not going to attempt to make it. So why not try it while I'm out there? But I will also state, I'm never going to go and just order a salad at a place. Mm-hmm. I was tempted one time. They had this salmon salad and it had like eggs in it and it had fucking like berries. And I was like, this could be it. But then I was like, who am I kidding? My go-to is always a Caesar salad. I've rarely been to a place where you can fuck that up. It's so simple. It's yeah. so easy. Quick salad question. Where do you guys stand on like hot food being on your salad? Like like what? Like let's say if he got the, he was talking about a salmon one, but it's like hot salmon or like a hot crab cake or like chicken. Like where do you stand with that? Oh, like hot uh-huh. temperature. Yeah. Oh, got it. That personally would not bother me. Yeah, it doesn't bother me either. It's not my preference by any means. Um, but if it is hot, I mean, I'll still eat it. Croutons or no croutons? I love croutons, but I like crunch in anything. If you can put crunch in anything I eat, I'll be happy. I love croutons, but I feel like there's just such a bad connotation with croutons. Because isn't crouton literally just like stale leftout bread? Yeah, in a way, and then they bake it. Yeah, see, I I don't know if I need that, but I do enjoy it. You know the flavors when it's a good crouton, though? Like, ooh. But then you got to fight it with your fork to try to press through it. Then you got to end up scooping under it. Yeah, that, that is the worst. <laughs> you try to stab at a crouton. Like, you fucking hit the plate. It makes a loud ass. Like, tss, you're like, no. fuck. God damn it. My croutons left. I remember when I used to work at Zingo's. Now we'd be scavenging for food and like someone would open up croutons and it's like, it's such an underrated snack. It has to be terrible for you, but just crunching on croutons, like phenomenal. Are we thinking ranch is like the most utilized and diverse condiment? I, I feel like it might be. I, I, feel, I feel like, like just ketchup though. I was about to say off the top of my head, Ketchup might get close because most barbecue sauce are like based in ketchup and people put ketchup on like literally everything, but it's probably between ketchup and ranch. Yeah. Also mayonnaise. Oh, you're not wrong. Because mayonnaise is the base of like literally Mm. everything except when it comes to sauces. I feel like ketchup, you can't really like fuck around with and like make something else. But I feel like mayonnaise, you can, like, make it taste like other things and, you know, all kinds of stuff like that. I can make a mean aioli with a ketchup. Dude, a garlic aioli? Fuck me up. (laughs) Isn't ranch like mayonnaise? Yeah, the base of it is mayonnaise. Yeah, I guess mayonnaise would be more versatile than ranch. It has Eclipse ketchup as the top-selling condiment in the U.S., what, mayonnaise or ranch? Mayonnaise. Oh. People eat $2 billion worth of mayonnaise each year and only $800 million in ketchup. Jesus. And but I, there's, there's mayonnaise in everything, I feel yeah. like. Yeah. And I detest mayonnaise, but I eat all of these things that are based like from mayonnaise because I, I just like don't think about it being mayonnaise, and it doesn't taste exactly like plain mayonnaise, so I can like get by. But... Uh, kind of grosses me out i also do not like mayonnaise unless it's like potato salad where it's like a completely different like flavor 
I like chicken salad where it's taking a whole different flavor. I hate mayonnaise. Yeah. I might have to, like, like you guys said, I've eaten it in so many things where I might have to re, uh, kind of relook at my position on mayonnaise and try it again to see if it's actually good or not. Uh, yeah. I mean, give it a whirl. Um, other condiments. Ketchup was two, mustard was three, sriracha was four, barbecue sauce five, salad dressing six, but that's kind of generic. Is hot sauce not counted as a condiment? It is. It was right after salad dressing. Oh, that feels kind of low, but I believe it. I feel like the issue is people don't like spice. Like some people despise it. They're too soft for it. They can't handle it. I'll be the first to admit I'm too soft. At least you acknowledge it. Buffalo sauce. Well, there for a long time, barbecue sauce. Literally, like, could not go past it. Recently, gotten really into buffalo sauce, and I will be sitting there eating something with buffalo sauce in it and be sweating. So, that just tells you my genes, you know. I'm going to tell you, I had this thought the last time I was, like, pretty drunk and buzzed. Like... Once I get buzzed, if there's, like, spicy food, like, I'll eat it. I'll be sweating. I cannot stop. Dude, hot Cheetos. I had flaming hot chips the other day. I was like, my mouth is on fire. I'm dripping sweat, and this is incredible, and I can't stop. I don't know why. It's the passion. It's just- yeah, no. Ever since that um, that trip in December when we got GoPuff mm. and – we ate all of Ethan's uh, <laughs> That's the only thing I fucking crave when I'm high now. And now it's an addiction. And I will purposely go buy them beforehand because I know I'm going to crave it. Dude, it's, it's something bad. about the flaming hot flavor. It's just oh, so addicting. Yes. So, Paige, you mentioned this earlier and Ezra was disgusted with it. You're, you marinate your meat in Italian dressing. Yeah, so that's actually something I learned from my dad. And because of the base being oil and like some kind of vinegar or something, it like, I mean, I personally think it tastes good, but it also helps break down chicken a bit. So it becomes like juicier when you cook it. So if you marinate it in it, it like winds up being really juicy and flavorful from the Italian dressing. I am on record thinking that is disgusting, but I did talk to my little sister and in her time in Alabama, her husband's family, so her in-laws, have taught her to marinate her pork chop in Italian dressing. So I don't know how critical I am. I still think it's probably gross, but she swears by it. So I'm willing to back off a little bit on how gross I think it is. Yeah, like give it a whirl, see how it goes. But it's something about like the the chemical breakdown of the meat soaking in it. I think you only need to do it for like an hour maybe like two hours at the most because you don't want to do it too much because then it like doesn't cook right or something. I've, I've done it a couple different times, but um, yeah, my dad has done pork chops too. Um, I think he tried a steak once. Didn't really work out that well, but. I would just never want my chicken to taste like Italian dressing. Oh yeah. I, I like it. It's not, it's not too bad. I always do chicken, green beans and like potatoes. I'm going to have to try this. I'm going to have to see what it's all about. Yeah, not too bad. Next thing. Are barbershops the most wholesome place for men in America? I was on barbershop TikTok the same day that the, fuck, I forget what it's, cocoa butter. It's a story on Snap about, like, it just follows black people and whatever. It's usually cooking. 
but it was also a um episode on barbershops. And they were just getting into it how like the safest space for black men or men in general, well it was black men, but just men in general, to talk about like their emotions and what they're going through and just have real conversations really is the barbershop. And I was thinking about that and I was like, you know what, ever since I was little, the realest conversations I probably heard like grown men having and like talking about stuff was probably at the barbershop. Because maybe when you go to the bar with your boys, but that's different because that's your boys. And I assume you and your boys talk anyway. And even at that, y'all like, oh, y'all not doing much. But like the barbershop is like consisted of strangers who aren't necessarily tight knit. Y'all might have the same barber. Y'all might see each other in passing, but there's no real like bond other than y'all have the same barber. And yet, like you still get like intimate conversations about real things at the barbershop. As a female, I had no idea that that was such a big deal. And like, I've heard you talk about going to the barber before and like all that. And it's like clearly something you enjoy. I like truly had no idea because as a female going into a hair salon, you like go in, don't talk. You might talk to your hairdresser, but if you're like sitting there, you like look at your phone, you don't really socialize. So I just thought that was very interesting. Who knows? Um, as someone who went to a white barber shop for many of years, I can say it was definitely not like that. On occasion, there would be some conversation, which it's usually just like sports shit. Um, it never really got too deep. I always did feel like I was missing out on the, the black barbershop experience, though. We will talk politics. We will talk women. We'll talk women preferences. We'll get on niggas for their bad women preferences. We'll talk religion, job struggles, struggles on the job, niggas that are unemployment. They be asking how your family doing because they ain't seen or heard from in a while. The barbershop is really like just a wholesome experience. It's really just an integral part of the community. Yeah, because I don't thinking of it. I don't think there's a time I didn't ever going in there and my barber Nando ain't at some point during the haircut asked like me and whoever else is in there. How your family doing? How's school going? Just stuff like that. And then that's going to pour into other conversations. It's really just a wholesome spot, low key. That's why they made so many movies about it. Barbershop, Barbershop 2 Back in Business, Barbershop The Next Cut. That is why there were so many movies made off of this. But is is yours different because it's just Nando? Like, is that a little bit different compared to, like, a full shop? Uh, when I first, I done been with Nando for a brick now. When I first was going to Nando, Nando used to work in a, whole sh- in a shop with, like, other niggas in there. And, like, I still talk to all of them. We still chop it up. We still talk about stuff. And Nando branched out and got his own spot, which is way better. <laughs> still super wholesome. Still, I mean, it's, you wouldn't expect, and I'm not using intimate in a gay way, but like, <laughs> you, wouldn't ex- <laughs> you wouldn't expect intimate conversations in a place like a barbershop grown men, maybe not intimate, but like real life conversations about real things to be at the barbershop. But that's where it happens. I remember one day I was in there and like he he was like, uh, so-and-so's coming. And it's like a known nigga who deal in the bird and fucking he was in there. And then it was a city council member in there. And we were all just chopping it up. Nigga was talking about like how he's doing this to make some money and buy time and tell his mom good because he can't pay his medical bills. And that's our local drug dealer, the city councilman, and just me chilling in there. And these <laughs> the conversations had. <laughs> Oh, 
it is crazy because I'm trying to think of any other places like that people would go through on a daily basis where you would potentially have conversations like that. And I really can't think of any. The only other thing I could think, like at least for men, and then we can like touch on the women, the page has ideas. The only thing I can really think for men would be if you were like a super local at a bar. Mm -hmm. Because then you'd probably get develop a close like relationship with the bartender and the regulars. Yeah. But outside of that, I can't really think of anywhere. And by you'd have to be like one of the daytime regulars. (laughs) You'd have to be an alcoholic. Yeah. Niggas who was there at two PM on a Tuesday. Paige, do you do you have any or have any ideas of potential places that females can kind of go to where they can have it's like popular to have intimate conversations or stuff like that? Oh, that's a good question. Um, honestly, the only place that I really have intimate conversations besides like with my friends is with drunk girls at the bar. Um, and it normally happens in the bathroom for some reason, not really sure why, but any, like I have a lot of friends now at at this point in my life that I have met at a local bar that I just continue to be friends with because I like took a shot with them or. I like randomly met them one time and I just continually see them. And now we're friends. Like even my roommate, I met her drunk at Patty and now she's my roommate. One of my closest friends. So that's, that's fucking the only place wild. I can think of, huh? That's fucking wild. Yeah. But also another one is maybe, maybe the gym just because as a female, you like girls just tend to kind of get preyed on at the gym um, or just feel like uncomfortable in situations. So I've had girls come up to me and be like, Hey, do you see this guy like following me around? What should I do? Or something like that. And then I've like wound up working out with girls and having conversations about, you know, different things. So that's the only two I can really think of. I can't do the gym. I feel like when I'm working out, I don't want to talk to other people. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't happen very often, but alcohol does bring people together. That is just the power of alcohol because it brings down every it like makes everybody more vulnerable than they are sober where you don't like you're not so hesitant or anxious to just talk you know what's on your mind what's happening whereas you know if you just see a random person in kroger you're not gonna like start up conversation can we address like the weird shit that girls do in the bathroom that they just think is normal like why why is it that girls go to the bathroom like Five girls in one stall, and we just deem this as normal activity. Most likely, a girl is doing that because she wants to continue the conversation she's having. But, yeah, we we always do that, and I don't really know why, because I don't think a second thing about it. Like, I'm not trying to pee in front of anybody or, like, fucking take a shit in front of anybody. Like, like, we've got to stop this. Yeah. Or, Or if it's just, like, me and one other girl... I don't want to, like, leave her in a bathroom of strangers by herself. But it's just all girls. Yeah, but it's just it's just weird. I mean, like, I, I don't normally do that. I go to the bathroom by myself. I don't really fucking care. But if somebody asks me to go with them, yeah, sure, whatever. I don't care. Yeah, like... Uh, I wish would... a nigga asked me to go to the bathroom with him. <laughs> I wish you would, too. I would love to see your reaction. You don't get the fuck. <laughs> yeah, we were out at this uh, brewery, like, a weekend or two ago. It's like a bunch of people. We're meeting like a bunch of law school people, and uh, a bunch of the girls were like, "Hey, you need to go to the bathroom, right?" And like, I was like, "What the fuck is going on? Like, you can't just go to the bathroom as a solo individual. Like, what is what is what are we doing here?" Yeah, 
I don't know why we do that either. It's just like, sure. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I'm, a, I'm taking a stand against it. I'm anti-people going to the bathroom together. That's my official stance. Well, it's not like we sit there and watch each other pee. We're either like on our phones or facing the other way or... Like, we don't just sit there and make eye contact with them and watch them pee the whole time. That's even Still weirder, weird. though. If a nigga walks walked me to the bathroom and was just there chilling, I'd be like, the fuck is you in here for? <laughs> Bro, behind you at the urinal, just like for support, yeah, like- hand on the shoulder. Uh, <laughs> I don't fucking know. When you say it like that, it sounds weird. Bro, it I can't sounded even weird. imagine a conversation that would be that important where I can't wait the three minutes until I returned. And the only thing I could, like, it's definitely an excuse where girls use to, like, talk about, let's say, if girls are meeting up with guys and, like, one girl is trying to, like, meet up with this guy and they're going to go talk about it in the bathroom. That makes sense. Oh, so, yeah. Like, someone's in the bathroom and you're facing the fucking door while they pee. I'm like, how is this constructive at all? Like, just wait outside. I don't know. Not, I wish I had a better answer, but I really don't fucking know. Yeah, I need. I, I'm. I'm. I'm officially. This is me. My marketing campaign against people going to the bathroom together. <laughs> I'm taking a stand for humanity. I only support it. Um, let's see if you support this. As Burger King is going hard in the paint, trolling Chick Fil A with their LGBTQ plus donations. So they've unveiled a new chicken sandwich. No free ads. So this is kind of tough. Um, <laughs> But they're donating forty cents to the human rights campaign for every chicken sandwich sold in June. Um, so that's happening. But also, I want to do a little side note. It's kind of like the same thing with like Black Lives Matter and when anything else like Hispanic Heritage, Black History Month, like Pride Month. All these companies are like, damn, we really got to start pumping out the gay stuff for one month, and then that's it. Yeah. Um, um, Burger King, forty cents per sandwich or whatever it was. They might make forty dollars for the whole for the whole thing. So I'm happy because I will say here right now, I don't know anybody who eats fucking Burger King. I don't know anybody who is pressed to go get a Burger King chicken sandwich. I know no one who on Sunday wants Chick Fil A and was like, you know what? I'll just go get Burger King. So, like, the money they make and donate off this is nothing. It's literally nothing. I will say, because, so, you know, back in the day, we had our Popeye's Chick-fil-A thing. Every place has come out with a new revamped chicken sandwich. And I saw a little review on Instagram that said that Burger King is surprisingly one of the best new chicken sandwiches out. Just saying. Yeah, I'll never put them even close. I will say... Popeyes is at the top, and then it's a toss up between Chick Fil A and KFC's. KFC came out with a banger. I heard Hardee's has one now, and I could almost trust Hardee's to make a good sandwich. But yeah, Burger King, I, I'm not even giving that no thought. Hmm. They could be giving it away for free, and I'm still not pulling up for it. Yeah, it's I, fucking Burger King. I agree with that. I don't think I think I may have been to Burger King once, and it was back when they had those uh, chicken fries or whatever. And that was like fucking years ago. Only one time they were terrible, never went back. So, um, not a great restaurant to try and troll like a heavy chain like Chick fil A. And then also, like, not even the fact that no one goes to Burger King, 
But if you're trying to, like, make a big fucking deal of it, why are you only taking donations in the month of June? Because they would lose business. They already have no business. They know what they can sustain. But that's what I'm saying. So, like, it was it was pointless, like, all around. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I just want to know if anybody's ever driven by a Burger King and seen the cars backed up. If drive through was ever crowded when they passed a Burger King. Or ever had it sober. I I knew a girl a couple years ago out here. She was from like 30 minutes like south. What, uh, it might be northwest. It might just be west. I don't even know. Of uh, Mansfield. And she stated that her favorite fast food restaurant was Burger King. And I was like, you cannot be serious. And then the second thing she stated was a Rudder's gas station. <laughs> I say, your taste buds is trash. Uh, yeah, she I can't think- be trusted. The last time I had Burger King was we were, I think it was when we were driving back from North Carolina all the way to uh, Arkansas. And we were like, it was, Anna had never had it. It was the only place at like the gas station stops, pulled in, no line, got it. It was fine. <laughs> but you're right. There's never a line. I've never seen a line. <laughs> I think I had Burger King like three years, two summers ago. Two summers ago, because one of the homie's sisters was dating a nigga who swore by Burger King. And you, I was like, you know what? I'm going to try it. Haven't had it since I was like nine because it's gross, but I'm going to try it. And I was just as disappointed as ever. The only thing I will say is I do like onion rings. And Burger King is like the only fast food restaurant with onion rings. It it almost don't make sense that nobody's tapped into their market. Um, Sonic. Sonic. Sonic got onion rings? Yep. Yeah. I just be getting tater tots from them. I didn't even know they had on your rings. Yeah, don't know if they're good. I know they do have them. I mean, everything at Sonic is subpar, but hell no. Sonic got the best fast food burger out, hands down. Mm. Oh, I like burgers. So. I don't know. Hardy. I had a Hardee's one. It was really good. Hardee's is good, but Sonic is the best. I swear by Sonic's burgers. Fast food wise, they've got the best fast food burgers in my eyes. Hardee's has a great breakfast though. I don't think I've ever had their breakfast. Hardy's breakfast is like breakfast on steroids, for real. Everybody has told me that. Yeah, their breakfast goes crazy. I don't think I've ever been to a Hardy's. You're missing out. Uh, they've also got great chicken tenders. Hardy's is probably one of the slept-on fast food places. Yeah, we got it when on another road trip. I mean, and, and I was like, yo, this, like, this burger's great. Like, I think she got, like, chicken tenders. Like, they were great. I was like, this is a great meal. Yeah, Hardee's is solid, but I feel like a lot of people sleep on Hardee's. It is low-key a little pricey, though. Mm. It's kind of like Checkers and Sonic. It's a little more than, like, your McDonald's, Burger King, Wendy's. Yeah, I was thinking about that. I was like, I'm not going to lie. Some of these, like, a lot of these fast food places just aren't even, like, that affordable anymore. Like, it's not a cheap meal. Yeah. You're not. That's what's getting tricky because it's if I'm gonna spend ten dollars on a meal, which is what Checkers is, I'm gonna go to Checkers. So then it becomes: Am I gonna pay eight fifty nine dollars at Hardee's? Am I gonna pay the eight dollars at Sonic for a burger, fries, and a drink when I can go get that at Checkers? And Checkers is gonna be better. It's kind of tricky, and Chick Fil A sets in the middle because I know a lot of people love Chick Fil A. And they've got some healthier options for fast food. But to me, Checkers is washing Chick-fil-A every time, unless it's breakfast. 
So unless it's breakfast, I'm probably not stopping by Chick-fil-A for food because they sit too expensive to not be as good as some of the other fast food options at that price. Yeah, but the I mean, I feel like the reason some of the prices are more high is that everybody bitches about the quality of fast food. So then you try to up the quality, which in turn will up the price, but then you don't want to pay the higher price. And it's like we need to decide if you want quality or cheap. And that's where I think Checkers has killed it. Because everybody knows Checkers is going to cost you a bag. You got to come there with at least a 10 bill to leave with a meal at Checkers. But I don't think they up the quality any. <laughs> they've also they've always just been expensive as fucking good. So them being good was enough for them to skate by. So the other restaurants who up the quality and the prices, it's like, uh, I don't know if I want to pay this. I don't I don't think I've ever is the, is Checkers the same thing as like rallies? Yeah. Oh. Hmm. I like never even think about going there. Yeah, they should go crazy. Mm, I need cookout. Uh, See, nope, <laughs> nope. The worst thing that happened to restaurants was first the dollar menu was nice. The mm-hmm. worst thing that happened was when places like Wendy's got four for fours, five for fives. McDonald's had a little while where you could get like two things and a drink for like four dollars. Cause then cookout came along and these niggas stay up until four and thought they'd kill the game, giving you all of this food for $4. (sighs) Someone was, I was with someone one time and they got the chili cheese dog. I said, the fact that you're going to put chili and cheese from cookout in your body at 2 AM tells me everything I need to know about you. I'm not going to lie. I doubt it was, but that just sounds like Kevin to me. It was not, praise God. <laughs> Kevin's like a food snob. I don't even know if he'd eat cookout for real. <laughs> God, Kev just loves his glizzies, so I just had to assume. Oh, I can see Kev, like, Kevin just sitting there looking all menacing. Let <laughs> me eat his chili cheese dog. <laughs> I've had a chili cheese dog in a while. I couldn't tell you the last time I've had. That sounds so messy. Do you give any credit to Chick-fil-A for just continuing to not support the gays at all? Absolutely. They just Here's what I'm going to tell you, though. So hard on it. I knew Chick-fil-A was not going to buckle on this because Chick-fil-A still hasn't buckled to opening on Sundays. So what made you think quickly they buckle to giving up their stance on the gays? And when I say buckle to opening on the Sundays, yeah, the gays can protest. They can do this. They can do that. Whatever. It's fine. They can be mad. They can slander them. I read an article one time, and it was saying, like, every Chick-fil-A franchise in, like, America whatever, those niggas bring in so much money per week, they lose. It was like six or seven million dollars conservatively every Sunday. They're closed. They lose, and they just eat that because it's the Lord's day. Yeah, and the past- that's like <laughs> that's like over four hundred million dollars a year that they just eat to not be open on Sundays. Yeah, they was never gonna buckle for the gays. They're never gonna buckle on Sundays either because even if you are like pro gay rights, people still eat there. Literally. Like, I mean, people still, what, where's the other place? Um, Hobby Lobby is all. Whoa. I love Hobby Lobby. (laughs) It's also anti-gay rights. Um, anti-woman rights too, apparently, but that's a story for a different day. What? (laughs) Not woman rights, but like, their insurance, it was a big deal. 
there are certain juice to cover um um birth control and birth control options. And they took it all away. They took it away because if you go to like a Planned Parenthood or whatever they call those shits, um as a girl, if you through like their insurance, they would also be covering your abortion if you chose that. And they was like, nah. <laughs> so they cut they cut all of it out. <laughs> My God. Heavy religious. They was not planned. And Chick-fil-A, the starting pay, I wanna say is like eleven or twelve dollars an hour. And if you are working there and you start college, they help pay for your college tuition. Yeah, they're they're good. Like their benefits are absolutely fucking ridiculous. And this is what I tell people all the time. Because when I'm like, like when I see people who support like businesses that clearly have like Blue Lives Matter flags out or like Trump signs, I don't give my money to them because it's like I'm gonna put my money where my mouth is. What I do tell the people who are like all for gay rights and all for this, I'm sorry, y'all gotta put some money where your mouth is. I'm not going to because I'm okay with it. I'm gonna eat Chick Fil A, but y'all gotta stop eating Chick Fil A if y'all are these warriors you claim you are. <laughs> don't let me catch you in Hobby Lobby ever again. Another big one is um, Forever Twenty One. They literally have Bible verses printed on their shopping bags. Yes, sir. Really? Yep. Huh. But that shows you how much somebody is willing to tolerate. Because they'll talk all this gay rights, fuck them for not being this. But I see these same people at the Chick-fil-A line on Saturday morning. I'm like, damn. So y'all don't give a fuck. That bashing Chick-fil-A was just for the ground. Bro, we when the food's that good, it doesn't matter. Like that's at the end of the day. When the sauce is that much, when you can buy it in Walmart now, it's different. When my gay friends are in line at Chick Fil A, cause it's fucking good. It's like they put out such a good product that what they're saying can be overlooked. I think I would lose respect for them if they opened on Sunday. Yeah. If they opened on Sunday, yeah. I wouldn't lose respect for them if they opened on Sunday. I would lose respect for them if they buckled for the gays. And this is going to sound... It's no, like, extra hate towards the gays. The only reason I would lose respect if they buckled for the gays would be like, damn, y'all really let these niggas bully on to this? The reason I wouldn't lose respect for them buckling on a Sunday is because we just talked about $400 million. At some point, business is business. And I understand getting after it. So I assume one day down the road, they're going to they gonna put somebody, they're going to change CFOs, CEOs, and he's going to be like, you know what? We're going to open on Sundays because we're going to make more profits. Wait, hold on. So I looked up a list of big businesses that are religion-based. You want to hear some of them? There's some hot takes. Goodwill? No. YMCA? Okay. The first one was in and out Second okay. is Tyson Foods. It's like the frozen chicken, all that shit. Mm. Um, Chick-fil-A, Hobby Lobby, already went over that. The next one is Cookout. Mm. Apparently you can find Bible verses on the milkshake and soft drink cups. The oh, yeah, I knew that. The corporate owner prefers franchises to play Christian music throughout the um, restaurant's loudspeakers, even though it's not enforced. Then you have... Whole Foods. Then you have, yeah, Forever 21. Apparently the Marriott Hotels. Um, some of these I haven't heard of. Wegmans. Yeah. Whatever that is. 
grocery store. The huge grocery store chain? We don't we don't have them down here. I believe that. I didn't see uh, one until I was in Catholic, Baltimore. Uh, they're Catholic influenced. And uh, those are the other ones. Yeah, one the other ones were like airlines that I've never even heard of. If I'm being honest, all of those are like almost expected. I did not expect cookout to be religion based. If I'm being honest, cookout is probably if I had to guess, I'm assuming Cookout is owned by some bigger chain that owns like many fast food restaurants, and they probably fall under that. And when I think of the other ones you listed, a lot of like Tyson's and whatnot, those are like established products that have been around for like fifty decades, not decades, like fifty years. And that makes me think that like they were founded off of like the church's money or hardworking rural country believing in church type people. So I can believe that they're like have Christian affiliations. Yeah, the CEO of um, Cookout is from Greensboro, North Carolina. So okay. Yes, sir. That's where Ethan from. Well, not from. That's where Ethan live. Their business model of having cheap food and preying on like drunk people at two a.m. Genius. Uh, What else do we have? What else do we have? What are some of the most sneakily expensive things you buy as an adult? We're talking a little bit bigger purchases this time. Previously, we talked about, you know, fan favorites like laundry detergent. I think any cleaning supplies in general is just kind of sneaky expensive. Fucking trash bags for some reason, like stuff like that. We're going big time. Furniture. Nobody knows until they move out and have to buy their own furniture. Furniture costs you a bag. And it almost don't make sense. Like, you could buy a... You could put a good down payment on a car for just a living room set. Yeah. Honestly, probably just your dining room set. The one that shocked me the most about furniture that was so expensive is a mattress. A fucking mattress. Holy shit. They are so I knew, expensive. I knew mattresses would be expensive because I think it's on record like an, an adult will only buy like three mattresses in their life. So purchases like that you almost expect them to joke you. I had no clue. I was going to buy myself a new one last year, and I was like, you know what? COVID, I'm home all the time. Let's get a new mattress. Fuck that. I will use my mattress now until I am literally dead. Yeah, it's like a good $3,000 for sure. If I had to get a new mattress, I would get one of the ones that come in a box. I did get that, and it's nice. I still got to top it, but I couldn't imagine like buying a home and getting one of those mattresses. I'd want a real mattress. Mm, I don't know. They just have so many good ones nowadays. Yeah, but if that's a good one, you can get it for like $300. Imagine the quality of that 3000 one you're going to buy. And you're going to spend so much time in your bed just in the remainder of your life. Might as well splurge. I think they, I think they hike up the price knowing that you're going to go into it thinking that it's an investment. Mm-hmm. Um. Another one that is super fucking expensive is electricity. Huh? Electricity. Um, Your electric bill be high? Like, over the last month, because it's gotten really hot, my electric Mm. bill went up like $45 this month. Is that because of your AC? Um, I mean, I'm assuming so. I don't know that was ran on electric, but I mean, it might probably. Yeah, mine does here. Yeah, so does ours. Yeah, it it always shocks me in like the summer when it gets more expensive, and it completely makes sense that it does. But every time, I'm just like shit. 
the only good thing is, is like it kind of evens out for us. Like during the winter, our heat, our gas bills higher, and then once we hit like springtime, solid where everything's low, and then we'll get fucked coming up. I'm assuming with the AC and all that now. Yeah. Um, pots and pans. A good kitchen set of like kitchenware is expensive. Yeah. Like, cause you can get like the little forty dollar pants from Walmart. But those nonstick pans be nonstick for three uses. So, like a good set of pans, or even a good set of knives, those bitches are expensive, low key. Also, like um, I am currently trying to convert all of my like plasticware in my kitchen to glassware. Glassware is fucking expensive, which again makes sense compared to plastic. But I just, I guess, just was not aware of how expensive. I don't think people realize how expensive cars are. As crazy as that sounds. Cars? I don't think people realize how expensive they are. Are we talking like maintenance or like get it off the lot? Get it off the lot. I feel like people, some people think it's like a $20,000 like purchase. And that's just not even near, especially right now at the market, not even close to the case. I feel like it depends though. It depends on what type of person you are. Because if you're like a... Modest, I'm going to just go get a nice car. You can literally go get like a 2019, 2020 Honda Accord for like $28,000. And those are solid cars. But niggas want to go get that fucking, that fucking uh, Genesis. They want to get Volkswagens that are souped up where you're paying like $45,000 for it. They want to get Mercedes, Audis. And it's like, bro, like you, you're going crazy. There's almost like too many factors that make the price dependent on that. Like, because too much goes into a car and there's almost too many options as well. A lot of it go into the the brand that's going to be slapped on. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because when I bought my car brand new in 2018, I like talked it down to 19 and it was like brand new, never been used, had like five miles on it. You have a Kia, don't you? Huh? You have a Kia? No, I got the um, Hyundai Elantra. Oh, Hondas are Hondas are reasonably priced. Kias are reasonably priced. Toyotas are starting to get pricey now, like the Toyota sedan, the cars, because yeah. they keep making them sportier. Which all what the consumer needs to do, y'all need to yell at these car manufacturers, make them stop making the cars sportier. Because these little just casual cars that used to be casual cars, the sportier they make them, the more expensive they're gonna charge you to drive it. The Toyota Camry mm-hmm. looked like a damn sports car now. That's why I went up like $8,000. Yeah. And they're not all, like, they're not really changing all that much except the sleeker design. Like, it could be the yeah. exact same car, but it just looks a little bit different. Got a little sleeker, and they added a touch screen. All the $200, and you're paying $8,000. <laughs> I want to lease a car, and I'm, I feel like even that's going to kind of fuck me a little bit. Yeah. I mean, as long as you get the right one, you're straight. Because, like, we're only going to be here for probably two years and then move somewhere else. So it's like, if I get a two-year lease and then it's, like, kind of whatever. Like, I don't want to buy a new car because, you know, once you take it off the lot, it literally loses, like, five grand its value fucking yeah. immediately. Um, only thing I will say is maybe – I was talking to Anna's dad about this, and he was like, honestly, we buy all our cars off of cars that were just leased. Because, like, they have to get, like, certain maintenance done and it gets done by a dealership. So, the depreciation's gone on a car. And, like, you're just set up with, like, a good car that shouldn't have crazy miles on it either. Yep. That or rent a, rental cars are always good options. Because they can't use rental cars after, like, 60000 or whatever. 
And 60,000 is going to sound like a lot for a car that's like a year and a half, two years old, but you're going to know it's all highway miles and they were taking great care of it. So it's like, uh, I can risk that. And you're going to get it way cheap because it's got 60,000 miles. Yeah. Yeah. The thing about leasing a car is where they get you, the monthly payment isn't that bad. It's the uh, mileage cap. Yeah. yeah. So if you that's what you get travel a lot, it's not even worth leasing a car. But if you, you know, make a lot of, I think it's like 10,000. No, that's not right. You can get different models. I think it's like 12, 25 and like something else. I think the average person puts like 10,000 on their car a year. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say 10,000, but for some reason that sounded like too much, but no, yeah. I think- you know, I'll put 10,000 on a car in three weekends the way I was driving in May. Okay, but that's on you. <laughs> See, I don't think that's the only good thing is like with driving around St. Louis right now, like it's not really crazy to get places. And like if we were going on a long drive, like I'd be like, hey, Anna, we're going to use your car. Yeah, absolutely. The way my miles are set up, it's just not going to work. But I mean, some people just don't have that luxury. I mean, you know, we'll judge you based off what car you get. So I hope it's nothing pussy. Bro, I'll probably get a nice uh, truck Jeep. I've been seeing a lot of those for some reason. I don't get the appeal. What is yeah, it? Yeah, that's nasty. Truck Jeeps are ugly as shit. They're so ugly. Who's like, yeah, that's the car I want to put 40K into? I used to want a Jeep, and then I grew up, praise God, a few years back, two years ago. I wanted it throughout the summer, but I started to get off of it, and I'm glad. Because I could, hell no. The Ford Bronco, though, that's what y'all need to be looking at. Yeah, that's a specimen. I would, yeah, a Jeep is one I would never ever buy new because they are so fucking overpriced. The gas mileage is shit. Shit safety ratings. They charge you for every other fucking accessory. Like it's just, it's a bit too much. I would buy an old Jeep. Yeah, if I yeah. Could buy one. It would be used and you know something like that because it would just be for pleasure. Out of the cars I've driven, Jeeps are probably the funnest dri- cars I've driven. Yeah. So they've got that going. Yeah. They're just so top-heavy, and the safety rating's fucking terrible. It wouldn't be like a long-drive car by any means. Still, a part of me still wants a Tesla just to have it drive Hell for me. no. Just to have it drive for me. I don't like driving. Yes, agree. Uh, you're better than that. Get something. Look at the Genesis when you get a chance. Those bitches are so fucking clean. No, I need an Ultima. No, you don't. <laughs> I need the Ultima. I pray you don't get an Ultima. God, I'll be on fucking demon hours with an Ultima. Now I'm just thinking about cars. Oh, I still want an old truck. Just a shitty old truck. Real old. Bro, so do I. They just still go for so much. Like, you can get a piece of shit old car that still runs fine and everything for, like, $400. you will get a piece of shit old truck for, like, $1,800, and it doesn't run, and it needs fucking a shifter and a transmission. And then, like, where the body's in good condition, and it was running three years ago. Like, what? (laughs) Also, got to get it towed off of our lot, because we don't know how we can't move it. Literally. I think the, the only thing that, if I were looking into a new car, probably just because we... You know, northeast living is like, how the fuck does it do in the snow? Because I don't want to be the motherfucker that's sliding up and down the streets off of an inch of snow outside. All of your cars are going to do good in the snow if you got good tires on it for real. Yeah. But some some are just built different. Some can't handle it. 
and you don't want a massive truck, you're not ready for that yet. Bro, I could whip a massive truck. 40-inch wheels on it. Ford Raptor. Raptor? Dude, everybody has a fucking Raptor. And everybody has a black Raptor. All blacked out. Yeah, I don't know where y'all from. I don't never see that. Bro, I don't understand the, the hype around a Ford Raptor. I've never heard of this hype until just now. Oh, really? It's super popular. Toyotas fucking in Dodge is like the way to go out here. And then you see that little pussy Nissan truck. And like, you're pussy if you have a Nissan truck. What was the one that you wanted to get that had the special color? I want the Toyota uh, Tacoma. It's the fucking... This, it's not even a good color. It's like a washed out sand. No, that color is lit. Everybody I've ever met but you loves that color. It's like a sand brown. It's it's just, it's not a car color. It's the best car color. That's why they locked it down with that fucking six-year six year pattern. You know why people like it? The people that like it are probably the same ones because it looks like dried mud. So, like, we can go mud in this truck and people uh, don't even know it's dirty. It's one thing I know about truck drivers who mud, they want people to know that that's mud on their truck. Because <laughs> they will go weeks without washing it. Bro, I don't get that. That can't be good for your car. It's not. It's, it's not. probably not good for your paint, but if I'm not going to lie, they don't care. They're the type of people who have tractors at home and leave their tractors outside in a thunderstorm. <laughs> So, like, they don't care. It'll be fine. Who cares? We were delivering UPS one time random to uh, one of the farms out, like, a little bit past Mansfield. And dude had, like, two tractors. One of them was just, like, broken down in the middle of his field. That looked like he'd been there for, like, 30 years. And the other one was there, and it had, like, been raining the last few days and snowing. And it was, like, all under the weather. And my driver, Mike, at the time, he asked. He was like, you don't park that in the garage or anything like that? Because he had, like, three, four garages. They all do. And he was like, nah. He was like, is that? He was like, that's got to be terrible for you. He was like, I know it's outside equipment, but it can't be good. He said, when it goes bad, I'll get a new one. I was like, damn. I guess that's one way of thinking. Oh, what? These, I swear, these farmers are rich, and all they care about is their farm equipment. Big trucks and farm equipment. That's all they spend their money on anyway. I don't understand. I need to be this rich. Imagine not get, giving a fuck about anything and being like, yeah, when it goes bad, I'll just buy a new one. Must be fucking nice, dude. Must be. He was a cool. He was a cool old guy. Definitely was racist though, but he seemed cool outside of that. <laughs> Heavy racist vibes, but besides, he made that, sure to let me know that I was a good one. He actually told me when I was handing him a package one day. He was like, "That's what I like to see y'all working." He said, "You're one of the good ones. You could work for me." I was what? like, "Yeah, sounds good, master." Keep. I said, "I'm not gonna be your fucking slave." <laughs> Jesus. <sighs> Um, so this kind of went viral on the weekend. Um, freshman Alabama commit going by the name of Kool-Aid. Oh, I forgot his last name. What a bad setup by me. Kool-Aid McKinstry. Um, his real name was in fact, not that also don't have that. Not just not prepared for this topic at all. No, his, his real name is worse. It's like the kid. The Kendry or something like that. Yeah, it was. It's a D. Wild. It's a duh, and then a a Q name after it that ends with like a tree. And like that got me thinking. I was like, yo, you really need to put some thought into your kid's name because what you name your kid can really define how successful they are in life. And like the prime example I thought about was like Tim Tebow is such a strong name 
If it's any other name besides Tim, I don't think Tebow's nearly as successful as he was. Yeah, it's the double T. It's just there's something good about it. Like it sounds like Tim Tebow. You know, if that's like Brad Tebow, dude, that guy's not even fucking getting on the on the field. Like it's just. I yeah. think. I think there are some benefits to stronger names. Because I know one of my boys' dad owns a real big company. He was saying, he was like, it's no bullshit. It's nothing against nobody. He was like, if the name on the resume sounds stupid, I'm throwing it out. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? I mean, at least you're upfront about that. So, and that's how I feel like a lot of companies really operate under that method. That's why they tell you not to attach a picture so they can't get hit with any like discriminatory charges. Because then they're going to look at your name. And from looking at your name, um, the nigga that go by Kool-Aid, his resume is getting thrown out. I mean, yeah. fuck you! I, you can't argue with that. It's just a terrible name. My uh, little brother went to elementary school with a girl. Her name was Absidy. It was literally, I shit you not, A B C D E. It's kind of a pretty name. What? Absidy makes me think of Rhapsody. Absidy's not. I could. If somebody introduced himself and like, "Hi, I'm Absidy," I'd be like, "Hey, nice to meet you." Wouldn't think anything of it. It's, it's kind of a pretty name. Oh, she got absolutely flamed for that name and like moved schools and everything. That's also something I think about. Like, if you give your kid a shitty name, they could just get destroyed in schools for years. Yeah, but I feel like you got like one year to like make fun of my name before you got to come with a new joke. Honestly, where I'm from, you got like one week to make fun of my name before you got to come with a new joke. Yeah, but niggas not, gonna let you know that's played out. Not everybody's from the bird. That's who you gotta think about. Well, I mean, even my name is not that like obscure or anything, but the amount of page jokes that I have heard in my lifetime is like, all right, I, I get it. I, like it's it's no longer funny. Shut the fuck up. So right now, never in my life has my name been joked because I was blessed with a powerful name. Ezra Lawrence will get me through any door. What is Rob's kid's name? Rob? Mm-hmm. Um, fuck, I know what I was about. Uh, I want to say it starts with an H. He doesn't post his kid, so I guess he doesn't really like him that much. Dang, what the fuck? I, I used to know this for I'll sure. I'll have to go to Jesse's thing to find out. Roman. Roman, yeah, I was close. That's a good name. You said it's Roman H. Yeah, that's because I was thinking of his last name, Henson. <laughs> There's an H there somewhere, huh? Jesus. Yeah, that's a solid name. That is a very strong name. Oh, damn. I really wanted to make fun of Rob's kid, but I can't. Jesus. I'm not going to lie. Eric Pacheco Jr. is going to get thrown out in sub circles. Hey, that, that that name will never happen. That's such a weak name. <laughs> God damn. Couldn't be me, dude. Couldn't be fucking me. I'm not going to lie. Unless you have, like, this might be crazy. Unless you're, like, very successful, you don't need to name your kid fucking Junior. Cap, my son will absolutely be a Junior. I'm actually debating between if he'll be a Junior or the second. Because the second just seems powerful. The second is much more powerful. But, again, I still think if you're not doing shit with your life, like, let's say you're just working 40 hours at, like, a Burger King, making minimum wage. <laughs> I don't think you need to set your kid up with your same name. Give them a chance. Hey, you want him to go farther than you ever did. Maybe he's the CEO of that Burger King. <laughs> Maybe you work for your son. 
Oh. Hey, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be mad at my son giving me opportunity. Bro, imagine you come in late, your kid's like, dude, what the fuck is wrong with you? Getting reamed out by your kid? Oh man. No, that would that'd be terrible. You're fired. Ooh. I think you yeah, you gotta be successful to give your kid your name. That's just cocky. You're not doing shit with your life? And you're just naming your kid the same thing? Come on now. It's gotta be done. That name fails you. Like, what are we doing? If you're a failure, then maybe don't. But at the same time, I doubt anybody knows they're a failure at the moment they're having kids. <laughs> I don't know. There are a lot of failures that procreate. That's that's very true. Yeah, but the next opportunity is right around the corner. To create more failure? <laughs> so as is it, if you're firstborn, would that give the junior or the second? Or like... Does it get skipped over for maybe the next one? Like, how do you decide? My firstborn is the clear junior. Um, It's kind of weird, though, because my oldest brother, Brian, is not Wayne Jr. It's my second oldest who's the junior. And my dad said that Brian didn't look as much like him as Wayne. So when Wayne was born, he named Wayne the junior because Wayne looked like him. <laughs> I was going to say, imagine if you were, like, this the firstborn and you didn't get the junior the second or third one did. Like, I'd be pissed. It's kind of weird. <laughs> Also, how can you judge that right out the womb? Like, the, let's be real. Babies just look like fucking weird, like, alien squids. Here's the thing. Babies are a t- universally ugly. But from watching enough paternity court, this is what I've learned. When it is your baby or lack of baby, because a lot of times it's not their baby. When it's your baby, you immediately know the features that look more like you versus those that look more like its mother. Because I be seeing him talk about stuff like he's got his lips and his nose and his eyes. And I'm like, how y'all seeing this? That just looked like an ugly baby to me. I've never in my life, and I can say this hand on heart, I have never seen a cute baby. Are we talking like fresh out the vagina? Yeah, fresh out the vagina. vagina. Uh, I I, I mean, unless you're the parent, that's probably not a cute procedure. They They just got like pushed through like all sorts of vagina plasma. Oh, God, Lord, don't. <laughs> what a visual. Maybe they're like... crying, their faces are all like scrunchy and red. Yeah, they're probably not cute right. to nobody but their parent. Maybe like, not out the womb, yeah. but maybe after a wipe down real quick, you know, give them a chance to look presentable. <laughs> wipe down? They still just got out of a traumatic event. They were in the womb for nine months. Yeah, if you said. Down. If you told me you hadn't seen a cute one month old, I'd be like, nah, I've seen cute one month old. I've probably seen cute two months olds too. It's just like, I think right in that moment, those babies aren't cute to anyone but their parents. And that's because they see these little features that the kid has of theirs, which again, I don't, but they, when I have a kid, I'll probably know it. Um, would like, is there any type of way you would feel if, let's say, your kid came out really pale to start? Would that cause um, any concern? Would it cause concern? Yes, because I am dark-skinned, so I would imagine my baby would be. But from all the paternity court I've watched, that is not always the case. So Sometimes it just takes I, you a little while to get pigment, you know? It does. And if you're white and your baby come out dark, you might have to ask some questions. Yeah. Babies don't lighten up over time, <laughs> but a kid can't get up so Oh, that was a sound observation by you. Yeah. Yep. 
Alright, this is a good one. Adults are covering up telling the truth to like their kids, for example, by just lying to them and saying things are too complicated or they wouldn't understand. And people are not happy about this. Not happy at all. It just feels kind of weird to me. I feel like every... I feel like as as a child or like even a teen, every lie the adults in your life told to them was just a little white lie where you found out it was a lie. But it's like they never took accountability for that lie because their little white lie was because you couldn't understand it or it was too complicated for you. And it's like, no, nigga, like, I caught you smoking six. You smoke six. Don't lie and say you don't. Like, shit like that. And it's like, well, you don't understand. The world is hard. Sometimes I need, like, no, you don't, bitch. What are you saying? What are you saying? If you're addicted to nicotine, just say so. Yeah, like, they they be lying about, like, stuff and putting it under white lies. Or this don't hurt nobody. Or you're not ready for it. It's like, bro, like, you're being weirdo. Another one I don't understand is, like, when your parents tell you to do something and a kid will ask why. And a parent just says, because I said so. And it's like, I know you just said so, but, like, why? Like, give me some kind of fucking reason, even if it's... You know, I just don't want to explain it to you right now, or I'll tell you later, or something. That was one of the things that fucking irritated me when I was little, is every time my parents told me to do something, I'd be like, yeah, but, like, why do we need to do that? And they're like, because I said so. That's not a good enough reason for me. That always irritated me. Yeah, we differ there. We had this with Diana and Toy a while back. Um, Because I said so is a very valid reason from a parent to child. And I will be letting my kids know to do stuff because I said so. And simply because I said so. This ain't no conversation. If I say unload the dishwasher, unload the dishwasher. Well, then why would it not be okay? Like, if you don't have to explain yourself when you make a decision, then why does a parent need to, like, explain what you just said? I need to be explained. I need you to explain a lying to me. Because then that's setting up something in our relationship. That's setting up a dynamic. I know that my parent is lying to me or this adult figure, authority figure is lying to me. That's different than telling me to do something that they want done. Because to me, because I said so will always be a good enough answer to give a child when an adult is telling you to do something. If if you try to go somewhere later and I'm like, nah, cut the grass first. I don't want to hear a but why I got to cut. Nigga, cut the grass. I said cut the grass. That's as far as it should go. Oh, no, I wasn't talking about that kind of situation. I was talking about like, so say you're doing something like completely normal and your parent is in like a bad fucking mood. Like I say I'm like washing the dishes and they're like, oh, you need to stop doing that and sweep. And I'm like, well, why would I stop doing the dishes? Why can't I just finish it and then sweep? They're like, oh, because I said so. Like, it's it's like a, they tell you to do something that doesn't have any, like, logistics behind it. And I'm just, like, asking what, like, what your thought process is behind that. And then it's just, oh, because I said so. And I was like, well, that doesn't even make any fucking sense. Yeah, you play a dangerous game with Van trying to find out why she said to do it. Oh, I mean, I was a terrible child. So, I mean, this, <laughs> this speaks a lot to my childhood, but. If she say, wash the dishes, and one minute later say, put the dishes in the sink. I'm going to do it without asking a single question. <laughs> I, don't, I don't need no extra problems. I think the, uh, we, we, so we kind of talked about this earlier, and I think uh, the example you gave was kind of like a parent who is cheating and then tells a kid, like, you'll understand one day. 
And that just reminds me of, like, Charlamagne the God would always say, like, his dad would be cheating, and he would just look at him and be like, you'll get it one day. And he was like, I eventually did, because then I started cheating on, like, my wife, or, I guess, before wife and all that. And I was like, hmm, you're kind of setting your kids up at one point if you're, like, saying that. Make it sound normal. Yeah. You are setting it up. But that that goes into the life is complicated. You're showing them that, like, everybody cheats. As a man, all men hurt their women, the mothers of their children. And you as a kid, you're like, damn. Dad keep fucking this up and you keep doing this. But if that's the only, like, male role model you have in your life, chances are you're going to grow up to do very similar things. Because that's all you ever saw the man in your life doing. And that became your norm. Yeah, you love your mother. But you're not, your mother, your wife's not going to be your mother. And the way you treat your wife is, I'm supposed to cheat on her. Or maybe not, I'm not supposed to, but these bitches is bad. Dad was always cheating. Cheating's all I saw. If I slip up, it's okay because everybody does it, which is terrible, terrible insight to put into a child's mind. Um, I'm going to read you guys. I saw this on Twitter, and I want to get your guys' opinion on it. So it's, what is the funniest thing that happened to you guys during sex? I'm going to give you some of these things that were um, provided. First things first. Had bomb sex or bomb night. Sex was good, and dude woke up and started peeing everywhere in his sleep, wet the bed, floor, etc. Um, imagine a dude peeing like that while he's asleep, and then he just like ruined your bed. If someone pissed my bed, I would be so fucking mad. Especially- um, that definitely be. Oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say that would definitely be like super weird. Because I mean, that is a drunk I- thing that happens, but. I don't know where you would go from there. I would be pissed. Because if you don't have some kind of, like, protector on it, that will ruin the whole mattress. And as we have spoken before, those things are expensive. Oh, you can clean that with soap and water, probably. The The whole mattress? Yeah. I feel like that's a little bit more than soap and water. Maybe, like, a carpet cleaner. Maybe. This one. I was having sex with a girl thinking I was taking her to pound town for about 20 minutes. And then 20 minutes into it, she starts dying laughing. I say, what's funny? She tells me, you've been in my ass this whole time. (gasps) I have so many questions about that. Why didn't she say anything sooner? I mean, how loose is her asshole? That's the real question. Yeah. Also, I think some people can be born with a naturally looser asshole than others. <laughs> and I only know that because of Dr. Oz. Also, was there lube involved? Like, how did that? I, Not everybody needs it. If you're oh, a pro, no. you can just take it raw, I guess. Oh, no. Um, another one. Guy stopped mid-stroke, turned my vibrator into a fake gun, and said, put the pussy in the bag. <laughs> Not mad at that. Man with humor. <laughs> I would die. Um, this one is very wild. When I was in the army living in Columbus, Georgia, this chick I was messing around with came through on a late night shift after the club. While we were fucking, we ended up on the floor. She started sucking my dick. My red-nosed pit came in and tried to fuck her from the back. <gasps> I'm telling you right now, if you ever know anybody with a red nose, just put it down today. Those dogs are crazy. Stop. Craziest dog in the world. Oh my god. Gosh. 
One time, uh, me and this guy were fucking in the car. He pulled my overalls to the side to hit. Question that you're wearing overalls. Overalls, yeah. Um, in the middle, he said, I think you're bleeding. Pulls out. And the whole side of his dick was burnt from my jean overalls. Skin clear off. That's nasty. How do you not feel that? I feel like you would definitely feel that before. I'm assuming he was drunk. Yeah. I mean, he was taking out with a girl in overalls. Stop. <laughs> my thing is, like, what kind of overalls can you move over that far to fuck someone? I mean, they have to be short. They would have to be, like, tiny or maybe, like, an overall dress. Ugh. For some reason, um, I immediately went Carhartt overalls, but continue. I was riding this guy. He kept telling me to drop that shit harder. I came down hard as I can, and he slipped out, and I bent his dick all the way back and then told him his dick wasn't big enough for all that. I hate to hear any of that. <laughs> I mean, just, you already get your dick bent, and then someone just looks you in the eyes and says, you gotta be bigger? Like, yeah. Talk about bruising a man's ego. She decided to go with the anatomically correct name of her body parts and moaned, suck on my breast. I stopped and laughed. She stopped and left and never spoke to me again. <laughs> that one's just a bit like, <laughs> huh? Like just a tinge awkward. I don't think it would. that would be enough for me to like get up and walk out. Uh, I don't know. If you're like shy or like new to sex, and like mid sex, the nigga you're messing around with starts laughing. That's probably gonna do something to your self esteem. Okay, yeah, I mean valid. That's not great. Um, my period came and in he, and he was convinced he was bleeding, even though the blood was on the condom. And I acted like, oh snap, gotta get that checked out, bro. He walked me to the bus stop with his spirits all low. Sorry, Omar. <laughs> <laughs> I got two more because I'm not going to keep scrolling. Um, ate some spicy food. Didn't know the pepper was still lurking around somewhere in my mouth. Proceeded to eat her out. And, well, you know what happened. Oh, no, Lord. Poor girl. This one might be the worst. I can only laugh about this uh, now, years later, but my first and last time getting a facial. It went straight into my eye, infused my contact lens to my eyeball. I missed a week of class because my eyes were so red. Professor thought I had pink eye, and I was not going to correct them. <laughs> Just another reason to not do facials. That's cap. I'm so against it. Hate that it. feels weird. Hate it. Oh, my God. Sniffing other touched my clit after making dinner, but he was had Serrano's in the recipe, and it was still burning from his hand, and he had to come back with a glass of milk and poured it on my clit till it stopped burning. <laughs> Listen, these men really need to wash their hands before they're touching. Bro, well, apparently people are not getting a quick wash in a post-cooking. Come on. Jeez. Spicy food will get you. Apparently so, dude. Oh, my God. I couldn't even imagine. I've, I've heard, like, I have a friend that that happened reverse. Like, she ate something spicy and went down on a guy and, like, burnt his dick. Mm. So, apparently that's pretty common. I had this random thought the other day. Um, so people with pea kinks, do you think they're, like, telling people to eat asparagus before they come over? People with what? Like, pea kinks? If anything, they would tell them not to eat it. Bro, why is, why were you just thinking about pea kinks the other day? Bro, because I had asparagus, right? And I was like, oh, this makes my pee smell. And I was like, I wonder if people who get off to, like, being peed on are like, wow, really amped up with asparagus. I feel like they get off to the fact of being, like... 
um is it more like, the people dominate, or being like degraded? Yeah. yeah, they like they like being dominated and degraded, so they're being peed on. I don't think they want the smell and flavor of your pee. <laughs> Listen, you never know what people are into. You really don't. You know, there actually are bitches out there who be drinking pee, so maybe they do want the flavor. What? Who's drinking pee? Who's drinking pee? Well, I mean, these hoes. Well, I mean, like it's when um, there's like this whole thing which I didn't know about, but apparently, if girls eat a lot of pineapple, then they taste like pineapple later. So there's like this whole TikTok thing about you know, make sure you eat pineapple three hours before he goes down on you and blah 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 blah. Wait, you never heard that before? I had never. I swear to you, I had never heard that before. Did you not go to middle school? <laughs> I did, but you know who I am as a person. I remember we was laughing at the teacher for eating pineapples. We were bad. <laughs> yeah. yeah I remember Me and you in middle school was a bit different. People would be like, yeah, eat like eat a bunch of like pineapples and make you like your cum taste like better. Yeah. Had no fucking clue. Yeah, I get out more, dude. I really do. Let's get to some music and TV recommendations. I shall go first. Um, here recently, I haven't been watching a TV show, but I've been making it my mission to go back on Disney Plus and watch, like, all of the old Disney movies. So, um, Hercules, Jungle Book, Aristocrats, like, the ones I don't typically watch. So, if you haven't done that in a while, go watch your favorite movie from your childhood. Um, music, Olivia O'Brien just came out with the first part of her new album. It's, like, a half EP, and it is called... Shit, what is it called? I was just listening to it. Oh, it's called Episodes Season 1, and there's like six songs, and it's it's really good. TV-wise, get on. Uh, actually, you know what? Just Cook It With AB. I caught up on some Cook It With AB yesterday on his YouTube channel. He's been doing some big things. He's been doing some real big things. So Cook It With AB. And then music-wise, oh, there's so much music I'm still trying to get through. Um, Polo G's. Just put out a new album this weekend, and it's like that. So I'd say listen to Polo G's album. Thank you for saying Cooking with AB, because I was trying to think about it the other day to look it up for something. Could not remember for the life of me what the fuck it was called. Like AB Antonio Brown AB? Mm-mm. Nah, a better AB. Oh, got it. God, what, what was that when we were down in Dewey we watched that? Yeah, this was Dewey Things. Mm. Quick side note, did you guys see the video of the fucking police who were like, fucking abusing these guys on the Ocean City boardwalk. Yeah, Ocean City cops been out of control, though. Yeah, but, like, dude was throwing fucking the worst knees with intention to a guy who already had his hand. I think he was already cuffed. I was like, are you kidding me? At some point, we gotta allow them to fight back. The only issue is they got guns. Yeah. All I'm saying is, like, I would have been pissed in the moment, but let me tell you, I would have been getting paid. I would have got the best lawyer. I would have taken Ocean City for the boardwalk. Like, uh, they would have been fucked. TV-wise, Loki is out on Disney+. Plus. If you like Marvel stuff, highly recommend. Seems like it's going to be a good series. Music-wise, um, Ezra's dropping a new playlist coming soon. He had the r and sex vibes going when it came on. He was trying to seduce me. So, that yeah, I talked to him about why he was trying to do that earlier. Um, but besides that, the playlist is coming soon. I need to start updating our playlist again. That playlist is... I don't I don't even know the last time you did it. That's got to be a bitch. Last time I did it was like December, so it shouldn't be terrible. No, that's not bad. Okay. Yeah. I mean, no, it's, it's June. No, that's going to be kind of bad. I mean, it'll take me a couple days. 
Yeah. We do have. Oh a my birthday. God. Absolutely do not forget Dave is back on Wednesday. Ooh. I wonder what they're going to do season two. Bro, I saw the reviews when I was at work. It's supposed to be rowdier, raunchier, and more vulgar. Because he's single now? Spoiler. Yeah, I think so. I was like, I can't wait. Damn, but that last episode when he had his girl on the. Oof. The hit. The hit heavy. I know. Um, if you haven't watched Dave, you don't know what we're talking about, highly recommend it. Lil Dicky's great show. Also, um, Atlanta's coming back eventually because Gambino's shooting it. Love to hear it. Hey, but thank you guys for listening as always. You can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, subscribe on there, Google Play, all that stuff. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Facebook, Forge Talk, No A. We appreciate you guys for listening and we'll be back next week. in the streets try the police then we stop and repeat i done seen this like a hundred million times seen a white right get a black nigga shot